Hi, I'm Stockton Beasley-Brown. And I'm Evangeline Beasley-Brown. We want to welcome you to part six of On Grace. A conversation between two pastors, Wayne Hunter and Wendell Van Valen. Enjoy! Hello, this is Wayne Hunter, back again. Yeah, this is Wendell. Um... I don't know how these podcasts go out, but we've just been through Christmas, so we've had a whole ho time. Lots of good, good sweets. We're a little bit fatter. I'm a little bit fatter than I was. I don't know. Oh yeah, I am. Good Wayne is too. Okay. Intentionally. Okay. So we've been talking about grace and uh, over break. Um, we've been doing some reading, and uh, some new discoveries always come out of reading. And one of the things is that grace is uh, well. We said early on in our podcast that grace is not a commodity that we share or dole out, but grace is literally being full-on present with somebody. Well, the over the over break Christmas break, it's kind of that idea has even become a little more finely tuned, and that is that grace is a verb as opposed to a noun, which most people would think, okay, you're going to the old cliche, love is a verb, not a noun. It has to be an action. And, but this goes a little bit deeper than that. That if that if grace is me fully invested in you, it also would mean you fully invested in me, which would also mean that there's a certain degree of vulnerability, that an openness between the two of us, and that grace is actually what just kind of naturally takes place. It's the energy between us. It's It's the... The verb, energy, not as a noun, but energy as a verb. It's active energy yeah. between yeah. the and, two of us. And it's not, maybe this is cutting it too fine, not something we do, but it's something that happens between yes. people. Because we talk about doing something, kind of gives us control over it. But this is something that happens in the sense that we create, we step into this, we create the possibility or the opportunity, and then this power, this energy occurs when uh, between two people in an exchange, uh, not in a, a deed, an action that manipulates right. one or the other. Right. Well, and, and you said it takes out control, but it also takes out some other things too. It takes out responsibility. I've got to bring something really good to this interaction. Right. Or... It, and it also takes out regret. Boy, I blew that. I didn't. I didn't yeah, do that right. 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 The, the, actually, the the grace that happens between two people when they're vulnerable, and they're openly investing, the grace that happens has very little to do with either one of them. Right. It it yeah. It it's just the natural. Yeah, and it, it's um yeah it's not a law that when two people encounter each other authentically that grace happens but it is it is in some ways the natural outcome of it it's not something we produce or that we manufacture or that uh we set out to make happen it just it is what happens in that setting yeah well might as well just have full disclosure here the reason that we're kind of going in this direction is because of the richard Rohr book the divine dance where he describes the trinity and he describes that the energy and the and the grace and the love and everything is not so much in the three persons of the Trinity, 
but in the space between them that 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 energy takes place as they relate to each other with full investment and full vulnerability and the point that he makes is that we're invited into that yeah maybe that's a little bit of what genesis talks about made in god's image part of that is that we are made with this capacity and possibility of experiencing and and sharing in that in relationship that we are created for community and to be social beings with this possibility of this energy of of grace uh happening between yeah. us yeah and 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 uh, this dawned on me as i was driving into work today and i thought maybe we could explore this so there there are a lot of different flavors of grace manifestations of grace there's regenerative regenerative grace there's transformative there's healing grace but the one that we've talked about the most over the years in the christian tradition would be forgiving grace yeah and and i got to thinking so if you've got this divine trinity where they're all in complete unity with each other and we're invited into that you we've you've just thrown a fly in the ointment there because we are not going to cooperate we are going to try to go rogue we're going to try to step out of the dance we're going to try to step out of the union we're going to try to do it on our own we're going to try to make improvements on this and and isn't that in essence what sin is that we're pulling against no we've got a better way or we don't like your way or i can improve on this and so forgive so in a sense we we pull away from the dance and 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 when grace pulls us back in there's a slam to it there's an elasticity that pushes us back in the dance and so it grace takes on a a crisis tone a crisis feel to it uh well what was that yeah and so so whereas grace transforms us in a slow way that may not be imperceptible forgiveness slams us back into the right boom yeah you know yeah that that forgiveness um maybe it what it does is it makes us feel at home in grace like we're not outsiders or aliens or um but it's not like rebels. you've been sitting at home for days and days and days. You've right. left home. Right, yeah. It, and that's it, why it, it's a return to what what was intended. And and we recognize, we can't, we recognize that this is a different thing. This is something new. Yeah. And, but but like a surprise recognize. Yeah. In a sense. In, yeah, I, in, well, I think like there's a, a distinction. It's distinctive in that we recognize that we're in a new place. I think sometimes it may... Uh, sneak up on us you know i think like jesus when he forgave sins before people even asked there was this sense in which it kind of just snuck up on them that uh that god calls us and invites us and suddenly we realize you know we get this idea that that we are coming home to him when he's bringing home to us yeah maybe maybe that's what grace is is taking home to the people we meet, bringing it to them where they are. Yeah, so they well, that's good. So they don't have to find their way back. Yeah, yeah. But there, but there is, there is a, an, an elasticity to it. There's a, right. there's a pull to it. There's a, 
and when and when we when we get back into the dance, when we get back into the where we're we're in with these two things, where we're invested and where we're vulnerable, it's like oh, I'm home. Right. It right. feels right. Yeah. The 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 it, there's not a bubble in the atom anymore. Yeah. All the electrons and protons and neutrons are lined up, and it's right. a yeah a good shapely right. atom. Yeah. Yeah. It's I think for for those of us who live with fears and and anxieties and insecurities, even I think it can feel at home and right, and still feel a little dangerous, too. I think that that takes some part, some getting used to. And I, I thought about this while you were saying, and I was trying not to focus back on it, but I do that sometimes. Uh, but you're talking about it, uh, it, we kind of focus on the forgiveness, but there are so many more aspects to it. Yeah. You know, in the Trinity, uh, forgiveness was never part of that. Right. Because there was no need for it. Right. And so when we are invited into this grace of God, forgiveness is just like the door into this this new life, this new creation, old things passed away, all things become new in the light of this grace that we are experiencing, that forgiveness is not the issue in that kind of life, but instead it's it's this opportunity to, to give and to share and to experience, to be part of this happening uh, that is the life of God, that is grace, I think. And so, you know, when we enter into this, it's just the beginning of something that is so profound and deep and like we've said can be explored forever with new discoveries all along the way yeah i wonder if if so many people struggle with forgiveness i i I can't accept forgiveness what i've done is so bad who i am is so wretched they struggle with forgiveness and, and i've always wondered why yeah this is such a struggle right when when you start to focus when we not you just anybody starts to focus on what it really means to have a trinitarian god who who does this perfect vulnerable investing dance with himself when you focus on that instead of my wretchedness when you focus on that there is something about it that says, I want to be, is it possible to be part of that? It's an inviting yeah. thing. And the focus turns away from how bad I am to how good God is. Right. It, yeah. So that of, do I deserve forgiveness? Isn't even a question. No, no. Yeah. It's a moot point. It's, right. it's, it's, and God, not that we can speak for God, but God has to scratch his head and think, what do I have to do to let you know that this is not about you? Right. This is not about yeah. your, your, I'm not put off or surprised or shocked or befuzzled by your wretchedness. Right. It, yeah. Or intimidated or no. worried about it. Yeah. yeah. Come and dance. Right. Just come and dance. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, that is a, a thing people really struggle. And I have struggled with forgiving ourselves, myself. And that helps to, you know, to take my eyes off of whether I'm whether I feel forgiven or not, and instead to focus on this God who knows how to love and knows how to uh, invest in us and be vulnerable in our moments, and let that happen. Let that grace happen. Yeah. 
if if there is an evil one, an actual evil one, um, if I mean I'm just thinking, suppose I was that guy. My intent would be I don't want you to look at the dance. I don't want you to look at yeah. your God right. for who he really is. Right. I want you to focus on regret and shame. Right. I want you to focus on your inability, right. your lack. I want yeah. you to remember clearly what was said to you, what was done to you, and I want you to own that as your identity. Right. Yeah. I don't exactly. want you to see yourself right. as a dancer with a divine. Right. I want you to own your identity as a failure yeah. and a loser. Right. And a, and a cripple. I can't dance. Yeah. I'm crippled. Right. I can't dance. Right. Yeah. And, and why would he want to dance with me anyway? And again, that focus on myself on how bad I am rather than on, you know, fixing our eyes on Jesus and, and this uh, being captured by his grace and invited and wooed and. I think Paul even says begged to yeah. come into it. Yeah. To be part of it. But it, life so much comes down to um, focus. You know, what, yeah. what are you focused right. on? What are you looking at? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that and, and our focus also sets up our expectations. Do we expect to be abandoned or rejected? Yeah. Do we expect to fail? Do we expect that to disqualify us? Or do we expect God to meet us at every moment, no matter what, to never abandon us, to always invite us into this dance, and for grace always to happen when we enter it? Yeah. It, it's, a, it's literally a, a, a constant battle between the truth and the lie. Yeah. The lies that we have been told scream, and the truth is right there in front of us. Right. This, this holy trinity who invites us in. Yeah. And and we're th- this is what we're faced with. Literally, when you come down to a practical, you go home and your spouse says something hurtful to you. You show up for a job interview. It doesn't go well. Whatever you want. You know, traffic mm-hmm. is right. gnar, whatever. And you're faced over and over with. Well, I always thought I was a loser. Well, I, you know, right. or uh, that the dance is still going on. Right. The the in, God is still who He is, right. and I can be. Yeah. I can find Him in this moment. Right. The dance is still going on. I can dance this moment. Right. There's never a moment, never a place where grace cannot happen. Right. Where God is not present and willing to invest yeah. and. and and available to us. Yeah, yeah. And to me, if I mean, this this has been a very philosophical discussion. I know our time is getting short, but it's been kind of philosophical and ethereal and like, ooh, you know. Um, but practically speaking, how does this happen? I really think you have to go back to, am I willing to fully invest in this moment? And am I, am I willing to be vulnerable in this moment? Mm-hmm. I think those are the two things that practically... Right. Yeah. If you're going to do something, right. do that. Right. Invest yourself in that moment, in that person, and be completely honest and vulnerable with who you are and where yeah. you are. Right. I think that's true. I mean, it sounds simple, but it's it's difficult to do, but it's not that complicated. No, exactly. And we surround ourselves with people and, and reminders that that's what we're called to and, and offered. Yeah. You've been listening to Wayne Hunter and Wendell Van Valen, who are both pastors 
at Broadway United Methodist Church in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Thanks for being a part of this.